there's been a lot of talk about the military and and whether people should do it or not and what it's like. I don't know. You guys got a bunch of questions. So we're going to answer all those uh, to the best of our ability. Hill picked out uh, a group of questions that he thought would be best suit for this podcast, and those are the ones we're going to answer. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's happening today. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, yeah, we'll answer these. Um, if we're not able to accurately uh, give you an answer, we'll try to point you in the re- direction of someone that can or somewhere that can. Uh, the first one, this is really broad, but what do I, what do I need or what do I need to join the military? Well, I don't know what you need. (laughs) I don't know what you need. Um, what you need to join the military. Are we talking like specific to the like enlisting process? If so, like what do you need to be a legal citizen? You need um, a birth certificate, social security card, at least a high school diploma or GED. Preferably uh, not be a felon. Well, like they committed preferably. like mass genocide or something like that. Um, yeah, you can't. I don't think you can have any felony convictions. No, you can't have any felony convictions. Now, if you have like a misdemeanor, yeah, a misdemeanor, they 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 can do with that, yeah. but. Um, <clears throat> if if they offer a waiver, um, so if you have a few misdemeanors or whatever, a couple of speeding infractions and shit like that, they issue waivers for those things. If you're lucky, right now it's kind of difficult to get waivers for anything um, because of the drawdown of troops. Um, that also applies to certain illnesses and um, medical disqualifiers. Uh, and tattoos so read up on the current Marine Corps uh, tattoo regulation and try and look for any disqualifying uh, medical conditions but keep in mind um, as far as medical conditions are concerned they only know what you tell them Um, so disregard that myth of there being some grand healthcare database Um, they can't look you up in a system and seeing what's wrong with you unless you provide them um, with medical records or tell them uh, who your medical provider is they will only know what you tell them so if you have asthma don't tell them that you have asthma Um, well I can't say don't tell them that you have asthma yeah because you can get in but if you like have an asthma attack during PT one day, that's one hundred percent your fault. Yeah, you're fucked I mean, at that point because you're not gonna. Well, the Marine Corps is not gonna pay for you to have an inhaler because you didn't tell them, um, and then they find out that you have this pre-existing condition and they'll separate you pretty quickly. But if you have something wrong with you that you you can get by with, um, yeah, I definitely suggest not telling them. So. Yeah. Not that we're telling you to lie about any yeah. anything. This it's one hundred percent your prerogative. You asked, "What can I do to get in?" Or it's something you can do to get in. Do we recommend it? I don't know. It's up to you. Yeah. How bad do you want to get in? Yeah. Do do what's necessary, uh, based on your goals. But yeah, simple shit like if you have 
I got in with high blood pressure. I didn't lie about that. My MEPS doctor for sure lied about that shit. Um, yeah, because I failed. Well, I didn't fail, but my blood pressure was too high during my exam at MEPS. Um, and the doctor <laughs> just wrote some shit in. Um, but if it's something not life-threatening or, or really prominent or physically visible, um, yeah, use your discretion and figure out if it's something you want them to know. What else? I don't know what else you need. <clears throat> now, if you were talking about like what you need to take to like boot camp, yeah, or like item wise, yeah, or... you'll need anything. You'll need a wallet. Bring your wallet. Have your social yeah. security card in it. Um, have some cash to get through the airport. Um, Otherwise, you really don't need anything else. Yeah. When you when you get there and you go and process through, um, they they take all of that from you um, speaking in terms of like not the MEPS process but the boot camp part they take everything from you um, even the clothes you're wearing yeah. they'll put them in a bag and they'll like you provide them an address which is your home record and they'll send all that back so you do you need the bare minimum yeah. honestly don't even don't bring your cell phone I went with the clothes on my back and my wallet um, but don't forget your wallet because You'll need, uh, well, you'll need your IDs, but you also need your social security card, and you'll need your banking information for back home because that's like the first thing you do that yeah. in processing. Um, so you'll need your fucking banking information for back home. Um, but yeah, that's really, it's honestly a simple process. Yeah, I mean, and enlisting in general is a pretty simple process as long as you don't have anything weird going on. Oh, also, fucking your credit score though, that is a factor, um, and drug use. So, you need clean piss. That's what you'll need when you go in there. Because they yeah. will piss test you at the recruiting station as well as at MEPS. Um, and as far as your credit score, um, you can have debt. You can even have a substantial amount of debt. Um, but they're looking for defaults that haven't been resolved. Um, so, if that um, is your case, <clears throat> um, they're really just going to look for you coming to some agreement with your debtor um, like a payment arrangement or whatever um, and that should speed the process along uh, for you but you are required to to have those debts kind of settled um, because it's a part of your security clearance but otherwise I, I think that's I think that's all you need yeah uh in order to in order to get in, and that's just on the enlisted side. Yeah. Um, we weren't officers, so so the, the commissioning factors are a lot different, and yeah. I can't really speak on that. Uh, but also look into the uh, height and weight standards um, because you may need to lose some weight or gain some weight uh, depending on where you sit on that that uh, chart. When I was going in, I was underweight um, by a fair amount, and in the last week before I went through the MEPS process, I had to, my recruiters, you know, like urged me to, to eat multiple times a day in order to pick up the weight that I needed to meet the minimum weight for my height in order to pass the screening process. So, how bad do you want it, man? I mean, 
Yeah. You you don't need a um, driver's license. I know that's a large misconception. Like the majority of Marines that I've met for some reason don't even they to the day they got out they didn't have driver's license. I don't understand that. <clears throat> yeah, so you don't need a driver's license. I do recommend you having uh, one, um, but it's not required. And you do need to be a uh, either a permanent resident or a legal immigrant, because um, we just got a question about an illegal immigrant potentially joining, so it's not really possible. Um, but you can be an immigrant. You do not have to be um, a nationalized citizen. You can be a legal immigrant, um, with permission to work in the United States <clears throat> and then you'll be able to go through the process through recruitment of or enlistment rather of uh, getting your citizenship boom that was number one okay we're moving we are moving number two alright I'm heading to Marine Basic in two months any tips or advice and I heard from a close friend who's a Marine that said, the Marine Corps is getting smaller and removing a lot of jobs. Is that true? All right. This is a really good question. Is that a really good question? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I was gonna say it's a shitty question. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> we're, we're not gonna mention your guys' names and shit uh, for the sake of privacy and convenience. Um, okay. Oh, uh, before we proceed, um, probably should have said this before the first question, but. We're answering all these questions based off of our experience with the Marine Corps process. Right. So if you're thinking about joining the Navy, the Army, the Coast Guard, Air Force, we're not the guys, you know. Yeah. You have to ask somebody who has been there and done that because we just know what the Marine Corps side looks like. Or I do, at least. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'll try and answer anything that I can. But again, if I, I can't give you an accurate answer, we'll try and point you in the direction um, of where you can get that information. But yeah, the first portion of this question, any tips for boot camp? Um, Don't shave your head. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Um, even if you have like a ridiculous amount of hair, yeah. leave it. Because if you, I'm telling you right now, um, if you shave your head before you go, because you think, oh, I'm going to get there and... They're not gonna mess with me because no, they are going to fuck with you because you shaved your head. You can go there bald and you'll still get that haircut the, the first night. They're still gonna fuck you up. Yeah, I I saw it. It mm-hmm. don't do it. It's it's not a good idea, man. Um, that's one tips. Are you honestly you do not need any tips to make it through boot camp? Um, it's extremely easy uh you'll see when you get there that the the main term used is boot camp is the easiest thing to do in your career and that is absolutely a fact boot camp is a joke really um get there uh don't be a pussy work with your team as well as you can and understand that Everything being done there is, is it's an act. It's all theatrics. Um, it's happened to every single platoon before you for the last fucking hundred or so years. Like, so <clears throat> don't get in your own head. Don't fuck anything up. Just enjoy yourself because it's it, it's a great experience. I still look back on that shit sometimes and reminisce about the fuckery that happened there. 
Um, but as far as tips for actual success there, um, you don't really need any. Be a, a be an average shape physically. Um, you don't need to be a fucking collegiate athlete to make it through boot camp. Yeah. <clears throat> um, if you're talking in preparation physically prior, I just focus on cardio um, and calisthenics because all you're going to be doing is push-ups, pull-ups, and running, really. Um, amongst other things. Yeah, amongst other <laughs> things. But, yeah, that's that's those are the main things. And also, um, see, I hate this fucking question because... You shouldn't be training for boot camp. You should be training for what happens after boot camp, which is getting to the fleet, getting to your first team, especially if you're going to be a grunt. I think Being he actually, yeah, I think he actually is going to be a grunt. Um, but be focused on training for getting to your first unit because that's where you're going to get your shit fucked up uh, when you meet your seniors, when when you hit your first uh, your first grunt side. Uh, PT, that's when your soul is going to be fucked up. So if you're already in decent shape prior to boot camp, you're going to get out of shape in boot camp. Um, yeah, because the, the max you even run in boot camp is three miles. Three miles. <clears throat> so if you're already in stellar shape, you're going to uh, reverse. You're going, you're going to be out of shape um, in boot camp. So I wouldn't focus on preparation physically too much. But if you can't run fucking three miles prior to boot camp, you should be concerned. Because you're not going there to get in shape either. Um, that was my... I had two things for that first part of the question. One was don't shave your head. And the second one... and This this one... Because I hear it all the time. People who don't join say, Oh, I would have... I couldn't have done it. I would have, I would have punched my drill instructor. The second, do not fight your drill instructor, or don't try to fight them, because it's stupid. They're they're there to do a job, and they're doing their job. Don't don't try to fight them. It's stupid. Yeah, don't don't try to fight anyone really. But yes, yeah, when it comes to drill instructors, yeah, you're you're gonna have to pull yourself together come in with some humility and realistically like they will jump you if, if you swing on a drill instructor they will fuck you up I don't care if you think you can take one there's like six of them and they will kill you so I, I don't encourage that either <clears throat> um, but again it's all about level headedness and humility you're gonna go there they're going to treat you like shit understand that that is a part of the process this is like we're telling you this now so you know what to expect yeah. so I don't want to hear shit about you know, you, you overreacting and being a fucking pussy. That's also inclusive of being a pussy and not being able to fucking refrain yourself and utilize some self-control. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. Enjoy. Again, enjoy the fucking process. You had another... What was this other fucking... The question? second part was... Uh, Marine Corps getting smaller and removing a lot of jobs. So, yeah. The Marine Corps is downsizing. Um, I think it's about 3,000 Marines right now. I think so. That sounds um, right. Yeah. That does not stop the recruitment process. Um, they're simply separating more Marines um, and getting rid of some MOSs that aren't currently considered critical. Um, 
I don't know what all those MOSs are. I did. I know we're getting rid of tanks and what the fuck else. Fifty ones. Was it? They're still training fifty ones right now until like two thousand twenty two or some shit. Oh, never mind then. Yeah, they're 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 still being pushed through. Um, yeah, because we just got right. Um, but yes, but going going back to the actual enlistment process, this will infe- affect that. Um, like I said about the waivers, so if you have any disqualifying medical factors that would generally be wavered, they won't be um, during a downsize. Yeah, I think it's I think it's going to make it more uh, the recruiting process itself yeah. more com- I don't want to say competitive, but uh, more selective. Yeah. Um. So if you had something that needed to waiver, it's less likely of a chance that you're going to get in. Yeah. As compared to the, the average Joe that just wants to go and do the thing. Yeah. Or it will take longer to get that waiver, and you'll be in the uh, debt program for up to a year. Um. So that if if you're if you have a clean record. You're fine medically. Um, you really shouldn't have any issues getting into the Marine Corps. <clears throat> All right. Is the ASVAB actually hard? You want to go first? Sure. Want... Okay. Um, is the ASVAB hard? I mean, it's a test. Um, I think it's best to compare it to like a high school standardized test. Um, it you're not going to see anything on there that you weren't taught in high school, other than like the fucking mechanic. Mechanic, shit. yeah, yeah. They talk. What do they even talk about in there? They talk about like engines and pistons and shit. Yeah, they ask you about uh, <clears throat> like like car stuff. Like, yeah. um, it's not even like oh, here's a 1997. Ford Bronco, how, what liter engine is it, and how many pistons that? No, it's not like that. It's, it just, it's just a general base question about like pistons or uh, something like that. Yeah, I didn't know any of that shit. I don't, I'm, I don't know shit about cars or mechanics or anything in that nature. Um, and I did fairly well on it. So don't be worried about it. It's, it's not an SAT or an ACT. Um, Obviously, it will have an effect on your your choice of jobs. Um, but again, if you want to be a grunt, the, the minimum score is like a, tw- a thirty two. Is it thirty two? It's a thirty one. Thirty one. The minimum score is a thirty one. Yeah. If you get below a thirty one, um, you should probably be back in high school anyway. Honestly, so don't be concerned with the ASVAB, but also don't blow it off because uh, if you just sit there clicking random fucking answers, you you will like fuck it up. Um, you don't have to go back to MEPS again, and that's it's a shitty process. <clears throat> there is an ASVAB waiver of three points. I think so. It's like three or maybe five. Okay. I think it's three, though. So if you're within that three or five point margin of error, uh, you can be waivered so that you don't have to take it again. Um, but again, if, if you got a decent education and paid attention in high school and don't suffer from any learning disabilities, you should be fine. On the ASVAB. Um, I do recommend taking it in high school though. Um, I wish I had done that. I did that. It's yeah. super, that's the move. Yeah. Super beneficial. Because if you do it while you're in high school, you, you already have this information, you know, still locked on. 
I did mine years after high school and I hadn't taken a standardized, a high school standardized test like that in a long ass fucking time. So I was like, what the fuck is this shit? Um, so if you have the opportunity to do it your senior year or your junior year, do that because I believe the scores last five years. They last a while. Yeah. So get that shit done in high school. Even if you don't know or you're not certain um, if you want to, but you have the thought that you may want to enlist, do that shit in fucking high school. <clears throat> It'll make the whole process a lot fucking easier. What question was that? The ASVAB one? Yeah, ASVAB one. All right. So all I was going to ask, I was, so the ASVAB one, uh, brief story. When I was in the delayed entry program, I talked to my recruiter. I was still in high school. And I told him I want to be infantry. He tried to talk me out of it. Um, so I asked him what the minimum score I needed for infantry was. And he told me a 31. So I said, okay. Went and took my ASVAB about a month later. Scored a 32 on purpose. And then brought it back to him. Um, so it's, it's not hard to the average high school student. Um, especially if I could, you know fix it like that it's it's not hard yep also um if you score like incredibly high and you have your eyes set on being an infantryman do not let your recruiter talk you out of a, a different position based on your score um if, if you want to be a grunt then be a grunt no matter what your score is how high or how low it is um like, I scored pretty high on it, and I didn't want to be a fucking nuclear tech, because what the fuck is a fucking nuclear tech? Um, but that that's something that recruiters commonly do to fill um, certain MOSs. If you want to be a grunt, be a fucking grunt. I hope you want to be a fucking grunt. Oh, this is a good one. Okay. How much money did you make in just four years of Marines? Because I'm joining as infantry. And do you need to rack up? Is it necessary? You go. I'll put it different. Okay, that's a good one. Uh, I'm going to start with the last part of the question. Go back to the first part. Okay. Do you need to rack up? Um, you should always have some savings, some safety net of some sort. But as far as like, should I save a million dollars? Depends on what you want to do. Like, if you're not gonna make a million dollars. Well, I mean, yeah, but <laughs> it's it's good to save up. If that's what you're asking, if you're asking if you just never spend a dime while you're in and just like save all that money, like that's not really necessary. Um, especially because you you don't make a whole lot. Um, and then what was, I'm super bad at math. How much did we make a year? Was it, was it annually? It was like, I mean, it is based on rank, but so we're assuming, we're assuming you'll go in as a private, uh, your first year, I think you'll make like a little bit under 25 grand after taxes and after, um, the inclusive benefits, I think you're making like 25 grand in cash. Yeah, and then each year um, after, or yeah, each year after that, that you obtain that same, you can uh, maintain that same rank. Um, you'll get a hundred dollar pay raise within your paycheck, so you won't be making 
$25,100 a year, it's $100 tacked on uh, each of your paychecks. But that You're talking about the time in service? Time in grade. Time in, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, however long you hold that rank. Now, if you're a private... If you're a private for three years, then that like that would mean that you that never happened, but that means you would make three hundred dollars extra on each paycheck. Um, but the minute that you pick up the next rank, the clock resets. Yeah, and you're also going to get your your annual military raise, which varies between like two and three percent um, per year. Boom. Okay. Yeah, um, hold on. I need to reread that so I can... It is a loaded question. Yeah. Alright. I have, like, a different opinion than most people on this. I think military uh, personnel are paid pretty fucking well. Um, especially based on the additional benefits you receive. So, uh, fuck. As a private... Um, assuming you don't have a vehicle and you're not married, um, you'll be making I think like seven fifty every two weeks. So you'll be making seven fifty bi monthly. Um, so that's fifteen hundred bucks a month going straight into your pocket. Um, obviously, a child hall is provided. Um, if you don't have a vehicle, you, you you won't need to be paying for gas or or your your loan payment or vehicle insurance. And if you don't have a wife. Or, or husband, you'll be a lot happier, but you don't have to pay for that shit. Um, and I think that is the biggest factor in, in poor financial management um, for Marines in like their first two years, buying a vehicle and getting married. That will absolutely fuck you. So, um, yeah, if you go into it your first two years, you don't buy a vehicle, um, you're not married, you can eat out often if you want. If you don't want to use the child hall because they're all shitty. Um, you can hang out with friends. But consider it making $1,500 in profit. You'll be in the green, $1,500 um, every month. Yeah, so, you don't got to pay rent, man. Yeah, you don't have to pay for medical utilities. Uh, yeah, you don't have to pay for any of that shit. If you want to buy a fucking... Like, I think... My first few months, I bought like a 65-inch TV. I was like, fuck it. <clears throat> yeah. um, I don't re- recommend just splurging. Um, but, yeah, you, you make a decent sum of money, especially for a fucking 18-year-old. So keep in mind, um, medical coverage is free. It may not be the best, but you have access to medical 24-7. Um, food is free. You will have access to a gym for free. Some of them are t- open 24 hours a day. Um, yeah, I mean, you're, you're not going to be living in poverty. Um, and the longer you're in, obviously, the more money you'll be making. Yeah. Now, he, he asked specific to the infantry. Um, everyone's making the same amount of money, no matter your MOS. Um, you can be a private 0311 and, or a, a, a private... Oh, 111, isn't it? Admin? 0111, something like that? Yeah, I think so. No, no matter what your MOS is, you're making the same amount of money. No matter what branch you're in, a private in the Marine Corps is making the same amount of money as a private in the Navy um, or in the Air Force. Because that's spoken about a lot, that the branches pay differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're all, we're, we're all paid the fucking same. Um, 
obviously respective to rank. Um, yeah, so your job will have no effect on it. Your branch will have no effect on it. Just be decent with your fucking money. And uh, yeah, I know dudes that have saved like 50 grand in their their entire enlistment um, because they don't need out. They're not married and they don't have a car. So, yeah. Don't spend money on strip clubs. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't do that fucking shit. Actually, my my last few months in, we had a, a boot drop. And this dude was there for like a month. He spent all of his money at a strip club. He maxed out his credit card on an engagement ring or go back home. He spent like five grand on an engagement ring. This kid's 18, by the way. He took out a personal loan. He took out a personal loan so that he could go home, right? But he didn't drive home. He didn't fly home. He paid two grand for an Uber to take him across state lines to go home. 18-year-old, two months in the Marine Corps. So making decisions like that will absolutely fuck you financially. Yeah. And, and that's just... Not even the aftermath of those decisions either. That's just... Oh my god. Yeah, but speaking on uh, like acquiring debt, you know how I was talking about in the enlistment process of that being a factor um, in your security clearance. If you default on a loan or you accrue a shit ton of debt while you're in, now I'm not talking about a car uh, payment or, or a mortgage or anything. I'm talking about like twenty, thirty thousand dollars in credit card debt that you're not paying, you will be flagged um, because it will be reported on your credit score. And then when your security clearance is up to be renewed, it'll be denied. If you lose your security clearance while you are operational, one, those are grounds for separation. So they can separate you for being in debt because that is a security risk. Um, and two, you may not be able to conduct your job anymore. So we had to do that. Our uh, first unit um, who had popped on the piss test. And once you pop on the piss test, um, your security clearance is revoked. He was retained in the Marine Corps, um, but we were doing an operation with some civilian organizations that required a security clearance, um, and he was not able uh, to be a part of that. So handle your money, or not, it'll, it'll fuck you personally, and it can fuck you professionally. So yeah, just be aware of that shit. I think this is the last one. Yep, last one. Um, oh, shit. Wait, hold on. Also, you can't work a part-time fucking job. Right. As an infantryman, as, as any MOS, you can work a part-time job while you're in the military. Uh, most dudes that we knew were like Domino's delivery drivers. Um, and they made a shitload of extra money. One of, one of my instructors from the School of Infantry, he was still in, still did uh, combat instructor um, classes. And whenever he was done with those classes, he would deliver pieces for Domino's part-time. So there's no reason that you should be struggling financially. Um, Like I said, I think we're paid pretty fucking well. But the final question, and yeah, this is a good one. I'm doing Army Infantry. I assume that is an equal issue 
but do you think being infantry has permanently affected your body in a bad way? And what do you think is the worst part about being in the infantry? That's a good. That's a good one. All right. It's loaded, but it's a good question. Yeah. So, what was the first part? It was army infantry. Yep. He's going army infantry. Do you think being the infantry has permanently affected your body in a bad way? This is tough for me to answer. Um, short term, no. Long term, yes. Um, I never got injured while we were in. Um, so I don't know if my body was just more acceptive to abuse than others, but... I was never injured, and I never had any major problems. Um, so that's why I say short-term, no. But long-term, um, now that I'm out, I have experienced uh, things that happened with my body that weren't a thing uh, four or five years ago. <laughs> so it can definitely affect you in the long run, yeah. Um, I... I do think that, but unless you do something like completely like fuck yourself up while you're in, you shouldn't have any um, major issues with it. Yeah, you're going to hurt. You're not going to feel good. You're going to be sore. Your body's not going to be very happy with you, but are you going to be injured? Most likely not. Um, and then what was the next part? Um... The next part is, what's the worst part about being in the infantry? The worst part about being in the infantry. Okay. The worst. Okay. So, in the infantry. The infantry, I feel like, is 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 it its own entity of well, the Marine Corps, the Army, or whatever branch you're in. If you're infantry, you're you're a different breed than the rest of the branch. Um, and once you, whoever that guy is, once you go into it, you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Because you'll see people who aren't infantry, and and you'll notice that things were way different on that side. The worst part about being in the infantry, I think, is the... I'm probably going to catch a lot of flat for this, but you have field and you have garrison. Um, as infantry, you have to juggle both of those. I don't fucking... I don't think garrison fucking matters that much if you're infantry. If you're infantry, you, tra you train to potentially one day, you know, like, be in the shit and kill and, like, all that different shit. Um, why does it matter if you show up to a formation and your, your rank is chipped? Or, um, like, or does that make you a bad infantryman? I don't think so. The worst part about the infantry is that stipulation 
that not only do we have to be good infantrymen, but we have to be good at not being an inf infantryman at the same time. That's the worst part of it for me. And you can you can argue, oh, but we're disciplined. I hear that argument all the time. It doesn't fucking matter. I've seen dudes who whose uniforms look like whose woodlands look like they were borderline deserts and whose rank was chipped and their hair was out of regs and fucking some of the best infantrymen I've ever seen, some of the best marines I've ever seen. So I think the worst part about being an infantryman is constantly being lied to and being told that you have to be good in both garrison and field. Okay. That's what you got? That's my take on it, yeah. Alright. So, for the first portion, um, fuck, god damn. Um, does it permanently affect your body? Okay. That's difficult to answer. Um, yes, it can permanently affect your body. Um, and I do think that your risk of injury is pretty high, um, just based on the shit you'll be fucking doing, um, from the PTs to, uh, the training ops and, and the heights and, like, it, it is a high risk activity, if you want to call it that. Um, I, I haven't experienced anything, like, I'd consider, like, serious, serious. Um, the worst I've experienced is a herniated disc, which can happen from squatting or deadlifting. You know, it, it's I can it's an it's an active activity. It's, it's an active sport, if you will. Um, so I hurt my back fast roping, but who's to say that I wouldn't have hurt it squatting or deadlifting or wrestling or you know? Yeah. So I consider the risk of injury equal to that of playing a sport um, at a serious level. Um, so obviously, yeah, it can affect you long term. I don't think I'm going to be affected long term and a lot of people aren't. But like I have a friend that fucking fell off a mountain in Bridgeport like that. You're not going to experience that fucking playing a, a, a goddamn sport. Yeah. Um, and he is fucked permanently he's being separated medically because of uh his knee um but yeah but you're also going to experience like stupid injuries not directly related to the marine corps but in the marine corps like i broke my hand like a year into the marine corps because i i punched a dude and then i like punched a refrigerator and i broke my hand is that related to the, <laughs> the marine corps probably fucking not um you know but yeah you'll experience injury in uh, accidents and training. Um, we have a friend that fucking got shot in the back of a Kevlar on a live range. Yeah. Like, you're not gonna experience that fucking playing sports either. Um, so yeah, there are certain things that are specific to the military which can result in some serious injury. Um, but I'd say for the most part, your risk of injury is similar to that of any active sport. Um, yes. Yeah. 
And obviously, we're not talking about like combat-related injuries. We can't speak on that. Um, but obviously, if you get fucking shot or or blown up, like you can't really relate that to to anything outside of the military or law enforcement, if you want to go there. Um, but yeah, those risk factors um, where serious harm or, or death is concerned, yeah, you're not going to fucking experience that out of the military. So if that is a concern for you, you probably shouldn't fucking do this shit. Yeah. I'd say that if you, whoever's guy, I'm not directing this at you, but if, if, if someone is to ask that question and that's like a make it or break it, you probably shouldn't join. Yeah. Am I going to get hurt? You're going to hurt. I can tell you that. Yeah, you're definitely <laughs> going to hurt. Um, it is a physically demanding fucking job. Um, being a grunt, no matter if you're an 11 or a 31 or a 52 or a 41, like it's a physically demanding job. Um, physical training is going to be intense. You're going to get treated like shit. Um, the on the job training itself is pretty stressful uh so it, it's it's not something to be taken you know lightly but if, if you're someone else that wants to be a pogue and and do something in a supportive role your experience will differ um and finally what's the worst part about being in the infantry um from my perspective i would say the bureaucracy and and terrible leadership um, keep in mind that a lot of things about the military are very similar to general employment so you're going to have dudes in in leadership roles that are simply in leadership roles because they've been in the Marine Corps for so fucking long you know if, if a dude re-enlists three times and he's been in for fucking 12 years he's probably going to be a, a senior sergeant or a staff sergeant that that billet or role has no relation to how he actually conducts his job. Um, so if you have a fucking loser in high school that joined the Marine Corps to feel good about himself and raise his self-esteem, and he decides to stay in, hey, that dude may be a fucking staff sergeant and leading a goddamn platoon. Um, and he's still going to be that fucking piece of shit loser that he was in high school, and now he just has some rank and extra pay and the ability to ruin your career. I will say that too about uh, people who like that who um you know coming out of, nothing wrong coming out of high school I did it but coming out of high school I've never done anything else before and never been in charge of anybody or had any leadership role prior to and then they get something they they get it and they like the way it feels to be in charge of people and and I don't want to say have a power complex, but they're like, hey, this shit feels good. I'm, I'm going to keep doing this. Definitely a power complex. I, yeah, but I didn't want to say it. But they they do that, and it, it's almost like a drug to them. They're fixated on it, and those are the people who stay in. Yeah. And that's this kind of why I think that this leadership shit happens. Yeah. So I agree with you on that. But I still hate the other thing more. Yeah, I will say like uh, something else I hate is that 
you should go and know you're going to be treated like shit. Like this just it's a part of the process. And when I hit my first leadership billet, I was that dude, I was an asshole. I, I treated Marines like shit and I thought that was the proper way to lead. And eventually my leadership concept evolved and I realized treating someone like shit does not make them any more effective at their job. It doesn't build a trusting leader subordinate relationship whatsoever. Um, and if your Marines can't trust you, then they're, they're not going to be very effective. Um, and the argument is often made that this toxic like energy and leadership itself is what makes the fucking Marine Corps and what makes grunts. I absolutely fucking disagree. Yes, the Marine Corps and the infantry itself needs to be incredibly difficult. It needs to be strenuous physically, mentally, emotionally. That needs to be done. Um, that's what makes effective killers. But treating an individual like a lesser than is not effective in anything. Um, college is fucking hard. Uh, therapy is fucking hard. Rehab is fucking hard. Like, extremely difficult emotionally. No, those people treat you like shit. The process <laughs> itself is difficult. The process of being an infantryman is difficult. Like I said, <clears throat> um, you're going to hurt. You're, you're going to suffer. You're going to be cold and wet. Those things are difficult. That is a part of the process. At no point in that process does someone need to cause undue harm. Um, and I say that from a position of having caused undue harm to people. And I've learned from that shit. Um, and I had issues my last year, my last few months, I'm in my unit. Because like I said, I, my, my leadership concept evolved to where I no longer treat Marines like shit. I, I treat them like humans that worked for me, but I also fucking worked for them. Because it's a mutual relationship. You work for them so that they can work for you. <clears throat> but. Yeah, I could rant about this shit and leadership concepts for fucking hours. Um, and I'd love to, but we're That's not going to. It's a whole fly. podcast on yeah. its own. <laughs> we're, we're not going to do that. Yeah. Fuck. But um, also, we, we can provide all this fucking information. But we cannot tell you if you should join the military. From our perspectives, obviously we, we had different life experiences that led us to the Marine Corps. Um, and it worked out well for us. We don't know anything about you. We, you know, we don't, we don't know where your mind's at, what, what's going on back home. So we can't tell you whether or not you should fucking join. But like I've said previously, if you need someone to convince you, or unconvince you, then you don't need to do it. Because there, there wasn't a thing my parents could say to be like, you know, no, don't go. And I would be like, all right, yeah, I'm not going to go. Yeah. I, this is what I wanted to do. And, and it's what I love and love. Um, that's probably one of my biggest pet peeves of people that don't actually have a love not for the Marine Corps, but for the job itself. If you don't love doing the job, um, then you shouldn't fucking be there. Yeah, because I'd argue that infantry makes the Marine Corps. 
Well, yeah, the infantry does fucking make the Marine Corps. <clears throat> um, so if you don't have a job, you don't want the Corps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, spe- speaking on the concept of the garrison versus field um, Marine. Yeah, so garrison basically means um, back in the rear, back back at the barracks, back in the office, when you're not out actually conducting um, your job as an infantryman. So when you're in garrison, you're either training, um, you're doing classes of, of infantry knowledge, you're taking care of medical shit, um, mostly personal shit. It's that portion of the job is basically like zero six to uh, sixteen hundred, you know, it's kind of a normal work day. And because of all that time you have, a lot of stupid shit happens, and you have issues with like chipped fucking rank and you know formalities and shit. Like, I agree that shit does not fucking matter. Um, and it's not even an argument of discipline. I think it's more an argument of image. And no one cares about the fucking image when you're out killing people. Like that's that's yeah. not a factor. If you're looking back to like the OGs and Fallujah and Marja, they looked like shit, and they slaughtered fucking towns. It you know the, these formalities had no effect on the the conduct of the job. Um, so yeah, I agree with that shit too. Yeah. So yeah. you had that's all you had to say on that. That's it. All right. Well, that's it. Uh, that's all the questions. Um, if there was a question we didn't answer, maybe as well as you thought we should have, just let us know in the um, in the comments. And that's that's all we got for today. We'll see you guys next week. Until then, um, stay stay alive and don't die.